Hello. Good day, good day, and welcome to another episode of Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name is Cam. My name is Tim, and thanks again for joining us on a lovely Thursday evening. And it's uh, it's nice to have you in my gas risk gas risk home, Timmy. Yeah, man, it's nice to be here. It, 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 uh, it doesn't smell at all. It smells good. good. It smells clean. That's a good sign. <laughs> I tried to invite my friend over and she said not until I know for sure that it's been a week and you've survived in your house with the current state of things. Who was the friend that you were, uh, should we name? Well, I specifically worded that sentence so I didn't <laughs> have to. <laughs> Sucker. Um, yeah, man, how's your week been? Yeah, good, bro. Um, busy kind of gearing up to fly to New Zealand in like nine hours. Yeah, it's but true. The, since the flight is at seven in the morning, um, I'm scared that I won't wake up in time. You have a history of doing this. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm thinking of doing is maybe just staying up all night, even though, <laughs> even though I, um, I've barely slept this week. Like I've had like five hours sleep a night. Yeah. So it's going to be tough, but I think it's the safer option. What if you give yourself an, like a, a, a not super comfortable sleep? So you get to sleep in. You know, it's not desirable, bro, but you, if you chuck yourself next to a heater, there's no way you're waking up. And, uh, <laughs> and it's because it's this is what happened when we went to play in New Zealand. Mm. What position <laughs> you, should I lie down in then that's not comfortable? I just say don't get too warm. Warmth seems to be your your thing. If you get yeah. too warm, you can't you can't get up. So maybe I lie down, no blankets, <laughs> open window. <laughs> Pretty extreme, but yeah. <laughs> so we had a gig this week, Cam, uh, a couple of days ago, Tuesday night. Yeah, played at Old Bar. Thank you, Briny, for sorting that out. Thank you very much. And it was good, man. I had a bloody fun night. Yeah, it was heaps of the, fun. The bands were again uh, really good. Um, uh, thank you to Tropical Deadbeats and Little Elizabeth for playing with us. It was a, it turned out to be a real good lineup, man. It was it was a bloody fun Tuesday and good turnout. Thank you for coming. If you made an effort to come out on a freezing cold Tuesday. Uh, I salute you, and Timmy gives you a real gentle wave, which is his way of saying he does too. At the end of the show the other night, Cam, I ended up getting plastered because it was the first time in the history of us being a band that uh, everyone had left and I was left with what was it, 12 or 13 drinks on the rider to, to finish. It was it was an incredible thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first time it's ever happened in the history of and this band. And you could, couldn't pass it up. I got stuck in there and I stumbled out of that place. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a good time. Not booted. Not bo- No, not booted. I, yeah. I, I, I took myself home. Yeah. I finished the rider and as, a, as the, that last drop of the liquor went down, I said... That's time. <laughs> it's time to fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we jump into the stories for the week? All What's right, been Cam. Happening? Uh, back to my old former glory. Mm. Back to uh, a story. Forklift driving days. <laughs> if you didn't know, Timmy used to drive a forklift. That was the one machine that I didn't operate. <laughs> it was loaders, excavators, bobcats, never a forklift. Headline is, Curious Boy 13 gets USB cable stuck up his penis. Oh. A curious 13-year-old boy has a USB cable removed from his penis by doctors after inserted it all the way up his urethra and knotted in his bladder. The teenager, whose name was not revealed, which is, which is good. 
You don't want people knowing that about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, inserted the cable about 20 centimetres up his penis before realising he could not pull it out again. Uh, his parents took him to a local hospital where he went in for an operation and uh, they had to cut open um, uh, above his bladder, untie the USB knot and then pull it out of his penis. It got into a knot in there. He got, he, he got, it, he got so much cable up there. <laughs> <laughs> that it knotted. It, it went. It went up into his up into his bladder, mm. um, and and knotted mm. knotted up there. Yeah, I um I don't know if I like the description. Curious. I I think I don't believe it because I think the moment you've pushed it a quarter of a centimeter in, you should no longer be curious, and you should know for a fact. <laughs> yes. It's wrong and it hurts. Like the fact that he got it all the way through, all the way up, all the way round into a loop and into a knot and they still describe him as, oh, he's just wondering. He's not curious. Sounds like <laughs> he knows. Sounds like this boy is going to be a doer when he gets older because he said, I'm not leaving until this whole cable is up my dick. Yeah. <laughs> and because like he's 13, um, I think that's why maybe because he probably wouldn't have to insert – if you still got a, a boy dick, you know what I'm saying? Like you probably wouldn't have to insert too much uh, until it got into the bladder area. If you, you still got, if you still got boy dick. So you've got a vivid idea of the difference in length of a 12 year old wang and a 13 year old wang. I'm saying maybe, maybe. <laughs> Don't make it sound out like I've been going around looking at 12 and 13 year old wangs camera because right? I have not been. I'm not saying. <laughs> Thinking about or looking at, I'm just saying you seem to have a vivid idea. I'm just a confident person, <laughs> and this is this is what this is what I believe. <laughs> so, uh, so the boy came out, and uh, and uh, and the reason the article uh, starts off with curious is because the boy said uh, when asked by the doctors that uh, he was curious, and that is the why the reason he did that. I think if you're a dad, there's certain certain things that you have to tell your son um, about dealing with your dick. Mm. It's not that many things. When you talk about like all the, all the things that females need to need to think and worry about when they, when they go through puberty and all those things, it's really a couple of things. Clean your dick. If you've yep. got a foreskin, pull your foreskin back, give your dick a rub. Yep. And don't stick things down the eye of your penis. <laughs> See, I didn't even need to get number two. You, you worked that out yourself. You kind of know. <laughs> you just you innately kind of know number two without your dad having to sit you down. It makes me kind of feel sorry for the guy. Like, he must be a dumb 13-year-old. Poor bloke. Yeah. Curious is a very kind alternate word for dumb <laughs> like because the kid's not gonna go oh i guess i was just i just made a dumb decision i thought it would feel nice yeah start with a straw <laughs> something softer than a usb that is metal coated in rubber with metal exposed at both ends <sighs> Jeez. what a guy <laughs> A New Orleans family has embalmed their dead son in a way that they can remember him the way he lived. The family of a New Orleans teen who was tragically killed in a shooting last month wanted their loved one's funeral to honour him just as he lived. So they had his body embalmed and posed it in a recliner 
with a PS4 controller in one hand and a bag of Doritos in the other. <laughs> now, I've was the, seen was the bag of Doritos open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that for some reason that was an important fact for me. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, there's a lot of darkness to this story. Uh, the the dude was um, was shot. So that's. Mm. That's a part I hope to not focus on. Yeah. Um, but the the family just didn't want to to spend the time just mourning and spending it in sadness. So they were like, all right, let's do something a little bit fun, a little bit nice. To be honest, as just a reader of the story, the most tragic thing about the whole thing is um, the sunglasses that they put <laughs> have, you got a, have you got a photo, dear? Um, my internet's real oh, bunk, so I wish. Please but, explain it to me. Kind of like, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, when girls would wear, I think they're called boob tubes. Like it's kind of like a just a band of material. Yeah, yeah. And they'd also wear sunnies that look like cartoon bumblebee eyes, like yeah. real massive. And I'm guessing that's just because they couldn't do much with the eyes <laughs> of the of the body. But um, but the rest of it, neck down, great job. <laughs> <laughs> He's really like dark, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so did they do? Was this in a? Was this in a church? Um, in a funeral home. So eighteen-year-old. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah well, I guess that's printed. Eighteen-year-old Renard Matthews was fatally shot while walking his dog. His mother Tamika told the news that her son was a bit of a homebody who loved the Boston Celtics. Celtics. So she and the family, it was her that stumbled. They quoted her directly. <laughs> so she and the family decided on a non-traditional way of remembering him at last Sunday's wake, just as a chiller. If you had to choose a non-traditional way for yourself to be remembered, mm. do you have an idea what that would be? Yeah. I'd be standing um, <laughs> in the crowd at my own funeral and like everyone has to just kind of ignore me in the midst of the crowd. I'd have one hand on my hip like I had something bossy to say Yep. and I would have had the funeral director hook up a vape so that it's connected to a smoke machine so that out of my actual throat, just a nonstop flow of fake vape. No, real. I want the real stuff pumping out my mouth so that everyone in the room gets addicted to nicotine. Gross. People be breathing in like dead, like it's going through your dead, dead throat. Coming out my dead throat. Yeah, they can line it with duct tape or my throat with duct tape or whatever to make it as uh, clinically okay as possible. But um, yeah, I want people to leave my funeral sick. (laughs) (laughs) If the grief's not hard enough, have some sickness. I've already told, this is someone before, that I would like um, myself to be a puppet, have strings have myself strung up and then have someone controlling me to do a dance as we as I get oh, wow. run out run out down the aisle doing a dance down the aisle. <laughs> man, that would scar a lot of pe- me. A that- lot of people, man. <laughs> it would scar most people that came to the funeral. Yeah. But it's my day. Yeah. It's my bloody show and I want to do a dance. Have you had that idea? Have you had the did you already have that plan? Yeah, but Before I didn't this... even know that you were going to bring up this story. Because <laughs> when I read that news story, I was like, I haven't really heard of stuff like this. I've heard of like novelty gravestones. No. What made you want to be a puppet in your dead body? I don't know. Probably, to be honest, was probably just when I'd taken some some drugs and came up with the idea. If I'm going to, if I'm going to be honest about yeah. it, it sounds like a like a drug infused idea. Yeah. That then still in my sober brain goes, hey, why not? May as well. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't even plan for that stuff, Tommy. So good on you for thinking ahead. One step ahead, brother. Yeah. One step. 
a security robot drowns itself in an office fountain. So yes. have you have you heard this story? Nah. Okay, so um, uh, the in it says the the robot had uh, in his mind. Um, when promised to... Uh, <laughs> doesn't say that. No, I tried, to, I tried to put it into words so it doesn't... He just read the article and I fucked it. No, I love that It probably version. wasn't the... Pro, the, 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 uh, <laughs> the robot has Look, in his mind. I love it probably wasn't what tense. the makers had in, this, in, in mind when they promised to build a machine that could replace human security guards. Um, but uh, a robot uh, security guard designed to patrol car parks and buildings as a, um, appears to have taken its own life um, by driving into a fountain in an office building in Washington, D.C. I've got a photo here, Cam, yes. of uh, what the robot looks like. And he kind of looks like a little space, like a little rocket ship. Yeah, he's quite cute. Yeah, and um, it's his, his security mates mourning, mourning him. <laughs> they could at least take his body out of the, out of the lake. Yeah. <laughs> he looks fucking heavy. Yeah. He looks heavy as shit. But um, the robot... Um, uh, is meant to spot uh, misdemeanors and parking violations and um, also identify known criminals and uh, moving around three miles per hour and avoiding law-abiding citizens. So it's just an extra set of eyes around shopping malls and, and those kind of things and, yeah. that's, and that, that was its purpose. But um, they don't know why, uh, but it decided just to, they can't explain why, it just decided to one day uh, that it was just going to, Drive straight into the fountain and end its life. Oh. <laughs> and it makes me kind of think if we we talk about AI a lot on this mm. show, and it's because we find it something you find very interesting and I find very horrifying. Yeah. And this makes me feel less scared of AI. It's like they're just like us, man. <laughs> no one wants to no one wants to work a fucking job every day and <laughs> like he's stuck there day in and day out, not able to go home yeah. to his robot kids and his robot wife. They're missing him, dude. He hasn't been home in months. Yeah. And he just said, fuck it, dude. Yeah. I'm done. And that's what it took to make you respect AI. <laughs> yeah. One of them drowning itself. Yeah, man. I'm a hard taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it makes it makes me it, it brings out that the, the sympathy. You know, I sympath, yeah. I, I sympathise for that robot mm-hmm. that he had to do that every day. It was he was his only out man? Yeah, his only out. He realised that if he ran away, they'd bring him back by the controls. Wipe his know? memory, start him again, start him again. Yeah. He saw the truth. He didn't want that memory. It's kind of you know what that just reminded me of. That is when you um, take too many nags and you and you and you believe that you know what I've got. Where I go with it, you and for those people that don't know what nags are, it's uh, when you inhale too much nos and you and it um it, it gives you an experience. And um, and when you have too many nags and uh, you believe that you've worked out the answers to the world. But, but if you, but you try to, in that moment, forget them straight away because it makes, it makes everything in your, in your life seem so insignificant and just not worth living. (laughs) (laughs) And so do you remember a time, Cam, when we were doing things and I turned to you and I said, it was, it was at our friend Kate's when she lived alone and I said, Never let me do names ever again. again. (laughs) 30 seconds later, you were body slamming her cactuses and you were doing them again. And I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even try to stop you. I was entertained. (laughs) (laughs) But I felt, I I feel what this, what this robot felt. I, I, I got the answers, man. And luckily I was able to 
body slams and cactus myself into... That's what you were doing. That was, The body slamming of the cactuses was your version of taking your own robot body into a lake. <laughs> Rest in peace, brother. To the to the robot out there, I hope they've taken him out of the out of the lake by now. But yeah, show some respect. Rest in peace, mate. It's a shame that uh, you saw the only out, and uh, that that that's the only out that you saw. You took it, and uh, hopefully you make an example for all your robot mates out there. Mm. That if you don't kill yourself, don't start killing people, <laughs> please. Because <laughs> I'll never sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn, <clears throat> sorry guys, uh, Marilyn Manson tells off one of his own fans. Marilyn Manson forced one of his fans to take off an avenged sevenfold shirt recently. During a recent festival in Madrid, Spain, Marilyn Manson told a fan that he had to take off his avenged sevenfold t-shirt. Uh, in the video that a fan took of this, Manson says, take your shirt off because it's not of my band. What do you reckon, Timmy? You reckon that's that's fair? Do you think if you're Marilyn Manson and there's a screenshot of the kid, the kid honestly looks about 16, was Manson in the right? Um, I don't know, really know this band Avenged Sevenfold. Is it, um, are they a band that's sort of in trouble for doing um, anything like bad lately? You know, like mm. when, you know, when they're like how heaps of bands have, it's come out that they've been like done like terrible um, shit to people and, yeah. and stuff like that. I know? love that you automatically take Manson's side and assume well, that those guys are look. I think it's corrupt. a fuck, I think it's a fucking jerk thing to do to to point out a sixteen year old in a crowd. It's fucking hard enough being sixteen, mate. Let alone yeah. being in a crowd and then having all these people. It'd be fucking scary if you yeah. were sixteen and you're you're at this gig and all these people are fucking getting mad at you and shit like that. And you got Marilyn Manson screaming. The guy at you, you on probably idolise. Yeah, man. Yeah. I would, um, I would fucking hate for that to happen to me when I was 16. Avenged Sevenfold, uh, as far as I'm aware, they haven't done anything anything bad. Well, in which case, um, <coughs> in, in which case, then Manson's a fucking jerk. If he's doing yeah. that just because he's like, you're not wearing my band shirt, I don't wear, like, I don't wear a band shirt of that band if I'm going to see them mm. most of the time. I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I just wear all sorts of band Band shirts. Yeah, true. And and how would you like imagine if you went and if we went to watch Drunk Mums and Dean came up to you and said, Ah, oh, bro, take the Drunk Mums hoodie off, man. And he was dead serious. Oh, because it's at their show. At their show. Um No, I tell I tell anyone to tell they tell me what I was wearing to go get fucked. One hundred percent, man. I'm yeah. I'm but see, I'm twenty eight years old now. I've worked out the fact that Everyone is fucking the same. Even if mm. you think that you put these people on pedestals, they're just fucking the same yeah. as everyone else. Yeah. And you, but you don't know that when you're 16. Mm. You see these people and you go, oh, my God, look what they've achieved, look at everything like that. Nah, man, they're just people like everyone else. Yeah. And, and they got no fucking right to tell anyone ever what they can and can't wear. So yeah. Manson came up to me at that concert. I would have 100% left, left the show. I would not have taken, yeah. taken my shirt off. Would you? Um. Yeah, I think you're right on the point that uh, me of this age wouldn't listen to him. I probably would have when I was, yeah, I'm just, when I was 16, I probably 16 would have. 16-year-old me, yeah. and I'm, I'm thinking someone other than, because this kid obviously looks up to Manson. Yeah. Avenged Sevenfold, I think it's a band I never have really liked. They're kind of like, they try to ha- be a mixture of uh, metalcore, which I did love back in the, oh, I love it. 
I still, <laughs> I still love it. Uh, but they also try to be like classic rock. Like they try to be, I don't know, like Led Zeppelin or Motley Crue mixed with metalcore. And I've always hated Avenged Sevenfold. But in this case, I kind of, I take Manson's side in a way. I'm like, the band sucks, but don't tell the kid to take the shirt off. So you take, Man- the, kids, so you take the kid's side? I think, Man- yeah, take yeah. the kid's side. Yeah. yeah. I think they should have just had a convo. Manson should have been like, not in the mic. He should have just been like, hey, man, that band is a really confusing mixture of genres. <laughs> Here's a T-shirt with my face on it. Uh, go home, have a listen to our albums back to back and make your own mind up. That's, but, a, that's, a, that's not a very wild <laughs> child way to do it, Manson, but... Um, I tell you what, man. And people forget, like when they when they get this, when they when they get uh, this like that much celebrity, when they get that much success, mm. they they see out, they don't see outside their world, and then they think, and in that world, they are numero uno. Yeah, you know, they're number one. They're the they're the god of that of that world, and then they start feeling that they can tell other mm. people what to do and, and, and what to yeah. wear. And that's a real fucking cult leader fucking thing to do, eh? It really yeah. is telling someone, tell, pointing someone out and being like, you are, you are not allowed to wear that if you're going to be in this clan. You're so right, man, because I bet he does have a crew working for him where they do have to do everything that he says. Like, yeah. get me that drink, do this for me, don't wear your hair like that, take that shirt off. And it's like he, for a second he was like, oh, this kid's just another one of these lackeys and yeah. in a way the kid had paid probably a hundred bucks to see him yeah so man Manson's I mean, like yeah line it like what's the what do you call it uh do what i say yeah dude yeah i don't know i think it's a real fucking cock move to do but mm. i definitely in the past have liked marilyn manson mm. for certain things that he said yeah. and how you know he's when especially when he came out and said nah i'm not gonna let um, like the NRA used me as a as a um, scapegoat for why kids are being um, angry or or why why kids are you know taking guns to school and stuff like that when they try when they when the NRA tr- tried to use like aggressive music as the reason behind why certain yeah. things like that are happening and it's not the fucking reason yeah um, but but he defended himself there and sort of defended in in a way defended a whole community yeah. Um, I think that was from that doco bowling for Columbine. Yeah. I think that switched the minds of a whole generation. We were like, oh, he's not just, he's not the devil. No. Marilyn Manson's <laughs> just a smart guy with a really bold aesthetic. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So I think I definitely support that side of it. But, you know, everyone has a little bit of a mind fart every now and then and might, might you know, be act like a bit of a dick. You there may be him. more to the story, but mm. um, yeah. All right, Cam. Mm. An artist slammed for executing cockroach in a mini electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> so an artist has stirred up a frenzy on social media after executing a cockroach in a mini electric chair. It was sculpture uh, Gabriel Tozon uh, who snared the pest when it flew in through a window at his home in the Philippines. He spent two hours rigging up a mini wooden, ele- wooden electric chair connected to battery wires and a light bulb before strapping the, co- the, the cockroach down with a metal lid on its head. Oh. Now, I'll show you that, dude, the photos are fucking, like, it's, it's, that's, <laughs> can oh, you describe, wow. describe that? It's extremely this, detailed. This one's a really good one. Um, 
It looks like he's even got the cockroach's arms in the straps. Yeah, he does. He, okay, so surely he so he must have spent more than a few hours on this chair. The chair is intricate and it's perfectly built for the cockroach at that size. Um, he's also built a little cockroach coffin made out of a matchbox. Is that for after the electrocution, I that guess? Was for after the, for the burial. It. Yeah, that was for the burial. Um, so he's obviously he's copped um, He's he's copped so much mm-hmm. hate on on online, and uh, you know he's he's come out and said uh, what he what he did. He said I opened my window because it was hot, and the cockroach came in. He wasn't supposed to come inside. It all started when a cockroach entered my room. I was supposed to hit it with an object, but felt gross at the idea because I might dirty my working table. I trapped <laughs> it alive using a using plastic, and so the ideas came pouring in. <laughs> Um, what what are your views on on torturing animals? Where's the line? <laughs> is, you, you know, is, it, is is the line? Hey, you shouldn't like. You know, are, are we gonna start pulling up kids for? You know, when the the kids that would get the burn the ants, burn the ants and stuff like that. Um, because that's meant to also be a sign for a serial killer, isn't it? Mm, but I think every, didn't every kid do that? The burning of the ants one. I think so. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure I did at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And and well, I grew up in I grew up in Queensland. So yeah. when we were kids, your parents would just hand you at night. You go out in the street with the other neighborhood kids. You'd all have a, a spotlight, and you'd all mm. have like hockey sticks or cricket bats or yeah. or golf clubs, and you'd go out cane toad hunting. Ah, oh, okay. And yeah. You yeah. would just beat the shit out of cane toads. Yeah. Because they're a pest, and mm. they would eat like the. They'd eat the, the the local like green tree frogs and stuff like that. Yeah. So they'd go out there and just beat the beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the line? Where's the line of what you what what you can and what you can't do, and yep. and, and what you sh- what what is what is actually kind of funny, and what is and what is promoting promoting a negative thing? I think if it has a face, I think you can't. <laughs> bash something with a face and and i'm i'm guilty of it like in new zealand possums are pests and and everyone listening in australia is probably going to be grossed out by this but like we used to like take fence posts on farms and just run around bashing possums and and they have a cute face yeah because that's that's something that's our equivalent of cane toads yeah because that's something that is is accepted in new zealand isn't it yeah and is it almost a rite of passage when you're a yes. kid that everyone sort of has goes and kills a possum? Yeah, man. Like every kid before they're 16, pretty much. It's like a Kiwi bar mitzvah. You would have been on the back of a ute driving around a farm. <laughs> a Kiwi bar mitzvah. And you would, have grabbed, you would have grabbed some hunk of metal or wood and you have probably... Like I, never, I know that none of my... Um, strikes would have actually made the possums pass away because I would oh this is so graphic and I should have done a content warning I'm so sorry keep going I know that um the times I ever hit a possum I then went into like kind of mild shock myself at what I was doing and then I would walk like run or like sort of tremble away like I would sort of stun the possum from the first hit and then I'd be like what am I doing? And then like I'd bail out of the experience. So I probably, I didn't even kill any. I probably just gave some long-term like brain damage. (laughs) But I don't, I don't think that's, I'm not saying go out and do that. And you should. Um, I kind of think, I think the cockroach one, that the cockroach is probably the ugliest thing alive. And I think that if you (laughs) 
I think if you're going to put anything on the planet in an electric chair, it's got to be a cockroach. Like if there's got to be one thing that goes in, yeah. that's the animal. I think that um, what, you know, I, I think uh, people find easy fights these days. You know what I mean? And I, I think here's one, here's one dude. You know what I mean? Just, just, just put a cockroach and electrocuted it. I, I don't think it's the biggest deal ever. Mm. However, I can see people's uh, arguments when they go, you shouldn't be uh, promoting death in any way. And, and this, is, this is making light of just killing and killing an animal for no reason. Mm. However, most of those people that would have those arguments would have at some point fucking killed a cockroach, right? Or slapped a mosquito. Yeah. Yeah. It gets to that point where it goes, okay, are we just at that point now where, where you just you can't put anything like that up? Is that have we passed? Have we passed that point? Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I got no idea. I think it's maybe partially because of the electric chair. Like I guess, like <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy. He made it heavy. Like don't get me wrong. He could have just. He's made it so heavy. Like the if we'll put the photos up, right? These photos yeah. up on the thing because it's graphic. As it's he's made it so like the photos are dramatic. Mm. Yeah. Should we, can we can we take a second um, and just have a little look back at the types of news stories you and I have both been Dude, choosing? Dude, I was about to point that out tonight. It's just like, oh, damn. I think that, like, you and I have obviously had a week. Because yeah. <laughs> I think that pretty much everything, the only story so far that hasn't involved death or torture has been about Marilyn Manson. <laughs> like, well, oh, it's and, been and, a heavy week. And, and the boy sticking the... Uh, the cable, the USB cable. Yeah, and that's still pretty dark. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> he had to go in for an operation. <laughs> yeah. So you've made it this far through the podcast and we haven't like made you feel extremely low, then um, well done. <laughs> and just remember, we always finish the podcast with a heartwarming story. So hang hold on, there. hang in with us. We will get you there and it will all be worth it. All right. Well, after that big ramble... I'll now bring you another story that's definitely in the same vein. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you really All right. <laughs> Global warming has revealed the bodies of frozen soldiers from World War II. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't, when I just gave oh, that man. ramble before, I hadn't even looked at my next one, but... Uh, in what is quite possibly the most bizarre result of global warming yet... A melting glacier in northern Italian Alps is slowly revealing the corpses of soldiers who died in the First World War. After nearly a century, the frozen bodies appear to be perfectly mummified from ice. With the remains also comes the story of the highest battle in history, the White War. So, yeah, global warming is melting this giant uh, ice block and there's a whole bunch of soldiers in there. And um, now White Walker shit, bro. Did you? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I've... you haven't seen Game of Thrones? No, I bought season one last week, but True. I haven't started. Well, this is a part that doesn't really ruin the storyline for you. They, okay. have, they, they have these things called White Walkers, which is kind of yeah. like uh, zombies, I'd say. People coming back yeah. from the dead. Yeah. I would imagine you're walking through there and you're the one that finds... Finds that because I assume that you're probably if you're going through that you're probably away from 
Mm. No, and your house or your way from your home, like you just you just going going through somewhere, it would freak you the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, because they weren't trying to discover it. It's just because these big ice cubes are melting, and then it's revealing body parts. <laughs> Dude, it's so heavy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean that's the that's the crazy thing. It's like when some maybe we need shit like this to to happen to the people to realize that global warming is real and mm. ice caps are melting because you can't ignore fucking dead soldiers melting after how many years, you know what I mean? Of, mm. of being, being frozen there. It's, it's, it's hard to, was that after, was that the second world war? Was it or the from first? The first. The I first think that's wrong at the, at the very beginning, but it's definitely from the first yeah, world true. war. Yeah. So they've been there for, what um, is that? Is that about a hundred years? Exactly a hundred years. Your bloody history, buff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they found a love letter on one of the soldiers that dated back from 1918 to a certain Maria that was never sent. An ode to an old friend scribbled down in a diary. A love note picturing a sleeping woman signed in check. Love from your abandoned wife. Whoa. Whoa, bro. So that's... I hadn't read that part. (laughs) (laughs) Did that just rock you? That just hit me. Like, that guy went to war, frozen an ice block, and had just been reading a letter about how from his wife where she was saying, you abandoned me. So he probably read that that morning from his missus, you abandoned me, and then he was like, well, I better fight this battle and get back to her, boof, into an ice cube. And then we read your letter on one of the most darkest episodes of News We Like so far. <laughs> it's definitely the darkest episode of us yeah. so far. It's, we should, this episode should be called Death We Like. <laughs> but it is crazy, man. It makes you think when people say when people say the shit like, oh, come out and say things such as this is this is it was better back in the olden days, you know, the way the world is going now. Get fucked, man. This yeah. is 100% the best time ever to live. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that and I think that shows when you read shit like that, it's just like that poor motherfucker yeah. is in this in this war, this world war just just got like told that his missus is is feeling is, abandoned is, is, is and, and by the sounds of it running out on him. Yeah. And that he freezes to death that day. And this whole thing happening, the ice cube melting, is the first time anyone's discovered him. So not only did he read that letter in the morning, she never heard from him again, probably didn't help with the feeling abandoned thing. And she would have died. And she would have died probably like thinking he just ignored the letter. Oh my (laughs) goodness. My my imagined part of that story is making me upset. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad, man. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I? Because it's an audio-only show. What I tried to do then was scroll away from that story, but it's the last thing on my phone, so it just bounces me back to the more details. All right, let's change the mood oh, of this podcast. Yes, please. Let's go to uh, our follow-up story, mm. um, and uh, and and say that uh, we're following up a story that we've been doing last week, uh, this week maybe, and we think we intend on doing it the week before. Mm. Um, the entire soccer team stuck in the in the tire cave, including their coach. They've all been rescued. Yes. They're all out, man. It is. 
I tell you what, dude. I just it it is one of the fucking best stories. Yeah. To ever come out, minus the uh, the very brave uh, uh, Navy SEAL that that passed away uh, res- rescuing these boys. Um, what an, what a what an amazing person that guy was, and mm-hmm. you know sacrificed his life to try and try and help these young kids get out. And uh, but man, the, the 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 these these Navy SEALs and these divers and all these guys that come over and 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 of and and of uh, and helped get these kids out. True fucking heroes. Yeah. Just there's no doubt about it. Like what else? What what better? They're, they're almost superheroes, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's amazing. It's an amazing fucking thing what, what they did to get these to get these kids out of there. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just an incredibly happy story. It couldn't apart from the the one rescue diver. It, it couldn't have gone any better. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it, man. I think. Good on all of the nations that pulled together to sort it out. And I'm so relieved. Like it was yeah. one of the, like I, apart from everything that I read for this podcast, I am not like super interested in a lot of current affairs and news. Yeah. Like this is, this podcast has made me care because I prefer the obscure news. Yeah. But that story, like whether we were doing this or not, would yeah. have definitely got into me just as much as it did where I felt like stressed out each morning thinking about oh, it. Like, man. please just have a headline that says that these kids are sweet. Dude, just waking up every day and just seeing that, yes, they've got another yeah. two out. They've got another yeah. three out. And it's like, whoa, it's all coming together. And I was just expecting at the last minute, you know, for something bad to happen. And they got them all out and they did it. Yeah. It's so nuts. Um, it was quite old school. I actually found out that all the kids were out from a newspaper. <laughs> I was buying a coffee. Yeah, true. Like I ducked out of work <laughs> to buy a coffee and saw it on a front page of like the age or something. Yeah. Did you like, buy the paper? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> News is free. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. And there was an Australian... Uh, there was an Australian doctor and diver mm. who was um, so he's he's is a, a, a doctor and um, also a, a, a well accomplished diver mm. and he was over in Thailand and volunteered and he went in for every single run in there um, to to really? check on check on the boys and um, and he, yeah man, man. He's, he's been he's been uh, sung as a as one of the heroes of all this you know and he mm. was just just a guy out on on vacation and put his hand in up, up, up to go into to one of the most difficult rescues you know yeah. in 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 com, in, in uh, recent memory and it's just it's just fucking awesome yeah makes me happy me too man yeah good we've turned this corner camera <laughs> we've turned this corner um have, have you got any follow-ups in this week i don't have any follow-ups yeah. but i do have a giveaway but just tell me when you're ready for that all right, cool, cool, cool. Should we go to? Um, should we do a, a, a send in mm. and then go to go go to the giveaway and then finish on a on a good news story? You know what we should do is decide <laughs> on the structure of our show before we start recording every week. <laughs> ah, fuck them. <laughs> the Elwood cheese mystery: blocks sent off for testing amid baiting fears. People and pets have been warned to stay away from mysterious blocks of cheese popping up in Elwood amidst baiting fears. Um, while there is no indication the cheese has been poisoned, we take these reports seriously and the cheese is going to be tested to ensure it has not been planted as dog bait. Um, 
So we'll definitely do a follow up on this story after afterwards. But so in Alwood, mm. a um, a suburb here in Melbourne, yeah, they have been finding um, mysterious blocks of cheese all all around the all around the, the suburb. Mm. Um, some people are, are worried that they're they're poison, and people are putting them out there to uh, to to be a fucking <laughs> asshole. What a complicated way to poison people. <laughs> I know. Um, or is 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 this just somebody's just somebody's hobby? You know what? This is a, it's a fucking easy way to get on the news these days, eh? Because all you mm. could be is is a, if someone's just out there pranking mm. a, a a fantastic prank, just and not a cheap one. Box of cheese, you're looking at what five bucks a block. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, it is very yeah. <laughs> but this it, imagine if it is just a prank and and um and they were just after this exposure <laughs> just after this exposure yeah just like the guys that um drew that massive dick in the dry lake bed in uh yeah in in just out past Geelong um so that one was uh set in by Muzz so uh yes. cheers to cheers to Muzz for sending that in but what do you think Cam what is what is your what does your heart tell you do you uh do you think that this is someone trying to do trying to do bad things, or do you think this is just a peculiar peculiar person in the suburbs? I think peculiar peculiar person in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's anyone trying to poison people. I think that there would be a more straightforward way, like just like dab poison on the lids of every drink bottle in the Seven Eleven. Like if you're listening right now and you want to poison a whole bunch of people. That's what you do. Wear a glove, dip the glove in poison, tap the lids of heaps of cans of Coke. That's way more straightforward than injecting a whole block of $7 cheese and then just hoping that the scummy, there's people scummy enough to take a block of cheese off the ground and take it home and eat it. Like, the, yeah, just tap your finger on Coke bottles. Even if the cheese receives the all clear, the police advise dog owners to keep an eye on their pets as eating that much dairy product can make dogs vomit. Council officers will also be keeping a lookout on their regular patrols for the unwanted dairy product. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny People how they patrolling for stationary cheese. <laughs> it's it's so funny how they word so many of these things, man. Because it's like you don't say unwanted dairy. Just say, look, it's the cheese. We're out looking for the cheese. Yeah. Everyone knows that there's there's not there's everyone knows the cheese that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Confused about the stuff on the shelf. <laughs> um, cool, man. Well, thank you, Mars, for sending that one in. And please keep sending in news stories. Um, we did have some sent in the other week and uh, we didn't get to them because of those podcasts, uh, we had some technical difficulties. Mm. Um, please keep sending them in. Uh, we... We do try to get to as many as possible. Uh, we also had another one this week uh, from Kizzy who sent in uh, the one about uh, the USB stuck in that 13-year-old boy's penis. Of but course. We uh, we had like-minded and we're both on, we're both on, it, on it early. So. Yep. You're going to do a giveaway, Cam? Yeah, I'd like to give away a Charging Stallion prize pack. So in this prize pack is one of our pink long-sleeve shirts, which is just over there, Timmy. Yep. It's a size XL. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to get them to do for that yet, but it also comes with, and can you hand me all of those chemicals on top of the, um, on top of the shirt? (laughs) All right. So I'm going to try and describe these. The pharmacy gave me a whole bunch of chemicals for free (laughs) to say thank you because I was really honest with them. (laughs) So (laughs) Stop calling them chemicals. (laughs) 
you call this stuff? Just what? Just tell us what it is. Uh, Tolerane Ultra Nute. Like chemicals is more descriptive yeah. than that. Um, Effaclear Duo Unifant. <laughs> And Thalios XL. Do you know what any of this stuff does? No. Uh, <laughs> Clean Ants Avony, Clean Ants Expert, Avony Cream Pio Intolerantes. So is it skin product or? I don't know. All right. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe chemicals is the best <laughs> way to describe this. So you'll get um, about four little packs of chemicals. <laughs> um, different creams and ointments. Yeah, yeah. The, the pharmacy, I was just buying some stuff for my trip to New Zealand and they undercharged me by 40 bucks. And to be honest, I just walked out <laughs> and then I walked around in the supermarket and then I just like thought about it. I was like, oh, I just got to do the right thing. So I went back, uh, which was hard to do because I bought condoms and that bunch of stuff. And so I had to go up to the... <laughs> I was looking over and I go, are you giving away condoms on the oh, giveaway? No. Are, they for, are they for your personal use? Those are just... That was just... Yeah, for me. Um, <laughs> but I always find it real... Sh- I'm one of those... I find it shameful to buy condoms and I did it. And it was such a rushed experience when I bought them uh, that the girl who was serving me and I just didn't look at each other, which made her not count all the items I had on the bench... And so she undercharged me by $40 and then I walked off and then I had a moral dilemma and I had to go back to her and be like, hey, remember me just before we didn't look at, look at each other? And then she was like, oh, thank you so much for that. Um, yep, I'll make you pay the extra $40. So you can have, and then she rewarded me with all these chemicals from underneath the, the bench top of the pharmacy. <laughs> so we've also gone, uh, we've also got Cam's pack of condoms here um, that, that he purchased, which was... Uh, twelve large for a la- for a larger fit. XL lifestyles in a fucking you, filling dog. <laughs> twelve twelve large condoms, yeah. and uh, and on the front you also get two free skin condoms inside. Are oh, you, you giving them dollars. away now? Are you just going to chuck them into the prize pack? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just pull out, bro. Yeah, let's be let's be fair. I was never going to use them. I just kind of thought, like, if you buy them, then the whole thing happens. So, are you? Are they in the? Are they in the package as well? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You can you can have them too. Like, I was kind of fooling myself when I bought them. <laughs> All right. So tell us. So they're the, yeah, they're so the we, prizes. So we got just to recap that. Yeah. <laughs> That seemed like it went on forever. We did seven minutes on what's in the prize pack. You got you got a shirt, some oint, some some chemicals, and a packet of twelve large condoms. What do you have to do? You did show up all this. No, okay, I'll come up with something. Um, Tell us what are you? Send us a private message on either Facebook or Instagram, and tell us what was the most shameful thing that you ever bought in your life. It can be off the internet or from a shop. When when did you feel the most embarrassed making a purchase? It could be someone because someone was standing behind you in the supermarket when you were buying something. It could be that somebody looked at your laptop after you'd made an online purchase. When did you last feel that cringy wash all over your face because you bought something that you were like, oh, I feel weird about it? Uh, tell us that on our Instagram or Facebook. Just find us, Charging Stallion, and you can win whole bunch of chemicals, the condoms I'll never use, and um, and an XL charging stallion shirt. That was longer than the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got a good news story. Yeah. We, we on to the good news story? Yeah. Sweet as. All right, Turkey announces that they are setting aside money to make cancer treatments free. Yes. 
So good work, Turkey. The Turkish government has just announced that they are opening up their wallets to provide free cancer treatments to their citizens. Uh, the Minister of Labor and Social Security reported uh, a statement this week saying that they have approved landmark health care reform that will eliminate all additional expenses and fees for cancer treatment across the country. Um, this is just a great story, man, because I think, I think cancer is one of those things that has is, is touched almost, almost everyone that you know in, in, in one way or another. And it's just good to see countries you know, that may be a little bit behind mm-hmm. to other countries in, in the health care that they do provide to, to um, see people noticing how important that is for average people mm-hmm. to be able to afford for their fucking family members and the people they love to have the treatment that they need. And so shout out to Turkey for, 100%. for just having a good heart, man. Yep. Just being like, look, this fucking sucks. We need to make sure that people are, are fucking looked after and, and, and aren't going through this fucking... It's the worst thing mm-hmm. if you have to go through financial turmoil while you're while you while you're trying to you know spend the these extra last moments with with someone that you love and and um, the fact that they're taking that away for 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 their for their citizens and um, and providing providing this support is a fucking beautiful thing and it does warm my heart when you when you see governments actually taking care of the 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 real things that matter and that's people's health and people's family and and just people's way you know way of life yeah for sure man it's a good thing yeah love it beautiful yeah what a beautiful note to finish on (laughs) we we got there we got happy at the end bro yeah we got happy and that's all that matters yeah we had we were dark this week (laughs) we made our way through the dark cloud man we were in there for a while a while bro that was not expected at all (laughs) it's because we both came in with these backpacks full of rusty tools and just didn't expect that we both had done the same thing (laughs) death 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 um thank you um, for listening to another episode of Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. It was nice to have you enjoying, or hopefully enjoying, uh, what we were saying. Um, we, uh, we just want to say thank you for everyone that came to the gig this week. We're playing Byron Bay this coming Thursday. Mm. Um, we uh, will just send us through. If, you are, if, you are in, uh, if you're going to be in Byron and um, don't know the... Uh, the the details for the show just send us send us a message and uh we'll we'll let you know um because i'm i think it's i'm I'm not sure where we're playing (laughs) neither i know that it's like a farm yeah um but yeah it's gonna be there's a good lineup amel and the sniffers have been added to the lineup it's mini skirt dumb punts and us and pissed idiots pissed idiots and it's going to be massive. Bunch of, I think there's a bunch of other bands from from Byron playing as well. I think yep. it starts at about four o'clock, and I think we're playing at somewhere around six or something like that. A good little yep. sunset set, which I'm mm. really looking forward to. So if you're in the area, come down. Um, and yeah, thank you, thank you for listening to another podcast. Yep. It was great to have you here. <laughs> Just stumbling <laughs> on the end of this audio here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're good. Thank you very much. We'll catch you soon. Have a good week.